You're tuned in to the biggest balls of them all. That's right. Playing with Balls podcast. We got sports and comedy for that ass. You about to go downtown, bitch, on the only podcast that sports platinum and brunette chicks. That's right. Playing with Balls podcast, you dig? Welcome to the Playing with Balls podcast. I'm your host, Shannon Lee, and Callie the Bulldog is here somewhere in the background. And today I have uh, my friend Dana Moon on the podcast. Hello, Dana. Hi. How are you? I'm wonderful. Oh, that's so good to hear. How are you? I'm doing so well. I'm having the I'm having a great day. Thanks. <laughs> I feel like that's not genuine. <laughs> you know, some some guy told me to say that earlier. I'm having a great day. Thanks. Somebody who's definitely not having a great day. I am having a busy day, but it's like not bad stuff. You know. I like being busy. I like have a lot of things going on all at once, so I don't have to think about life. <laughs> anything i feel like when i there's moments when i'm alone and there i have nothing else to do is when i my brain starts to spiral and i'm like I, i'm not happy where i am in my life i need more money i need this i need that and then i'm like oh god i feel like we, <laughs> i feel like you and i were just talking about this last night where i was telling you the same thing where i was having like a little bit of a meltdown yesterday because i've been working on this project just like everything in la oh and god why are you yelling because I get, I get mad. <laughs> what, you know what? I'm the host, so I can talk as fucking loud as I want. Okay, you guys. Shannon and I, Shannon and I, we're at, where were we? We were at dinner. We're at Swingers. S- swingers. D- dinner, if you call dinner french fries at midnight. Also, Swingers is doesn't sound like dinner for anyone that doesn't live in L.A. It's a restaurant in L.A. that's a diner. <laughs> Most of the time of our conversation, I was just like, you're yelling right now. I know. Well, bec- I have a loud voice. Okay, continue. Continue. One time I did a whole stand-up Sorry. show without the microphone. <laughs> and the crowd had no problem hearing They had you. no problem because I couldn't get the microphone to work. And it, the set was really good. But then at the end... Uh, the, like the guy felt really bad that the like the audio equipment wasn't working, and then at the end, I just like switched the mic switch, and I was like, "Oh, it, this actually does work." <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I interrupted you. What were you saying? I don't remember. You you were talking to a guy. He told you to say that. Yeah, that was all. No, that wasn't the story. It was something else. Oh, you were saying that I was screaming in the diner um, <laughs> because I don't have it. I don't have an inside voice always. And this is like an equality I've had my whole life that like I get shot in the foot because I like will be like, hey, I have a secret about someone. And I swear to God, at least five times in my life, they've been like standing behind me. <laughs> <laughs> and, you're telling the and I'm screaming. Oh my god! I almost fought a girl in high school. Why? Because she was talking shit about my sister, and she had a loud voice, and I could hear her. Mm. And I go, "What?" I was scrappy in high school. I was a gangster. Were you? For, for a moment. Okay, even you don't believe that statement. I can just <laughs> no. see it in your face. <laughs> for a minute, I was. Did you for play a, sports? Uh, cross country and track. Oh, okay, so like not really. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> no, actually, no sports. But no, I was like, "Who are you talking about?" And I like got in her face and she was like way bigger than me and way older. Did and she beat like, you up? No, she got really nervous. That's good. You stuck up like, for yourself. Don't you fucking talk about my sister like that. And I got all like hand. Really? Movements. Yeah. That's good. Cause I, I was f- ready to go to war. I've never seen you. Why did hold on real quick. Callie is um, already. Only, oh, we've only been podcasting for three minutes. She only does this when you podcast. She does this most of my life. Kelly. Wait, so I don't see you as somebody that was like scrappy only because like now I just couldn't see you doing that. I mean, I love it. I would like I feel like you should try to beat someone up. I would support you oh, if they disrespected you. No, I would never. What do you think like changed? Like why? Are, what, like why are you not like that anymore? I had way more confidence when I was younger. Really? That's like so the opposite of most people. Well, I'm rebuilding it now because I need to have it. Yeah, that's important. (laughs) Right? But I just didn't have any fear when I was younger. Um, I literally thought nothing bad was ever going to happen to me. I get that. And that I just thought I was invincible. Yeah, I get that. And that I could say anything that was in my brain, I would say to somebody. If somebody pissed me off, I would just be like, don't talk to me. I'd I'd pass them in the hallway and I'd be like, I don't want to talk. I wasn't... Like now I think I'm a little more fake 
like mm. moving to LA has made me be like, oh hi, how are you? In my head, I'm like, fuck you, <laughs> right? But like, yeah. but when I was younger, I would literally be like, fuck you, I don't want to talk to you. So you just didn't have the filter. No yeah. filter. I would just be like, this one girl like slept in the same bed as a guy that I was really into, who ended up being my boyfriend, right? Uh huh. And him and I were like, ta- remember talking when you were like not dating oh my god you were talking in high school that's so funny that's so imagine funny. if we brought that back i i think about that a lot this is what yeah, who, who you mess do. who you messing with it was either who are you messing with or who are you talking to i want i was like a player in fr- freshman year and sophomore year i was a player of high school yeah i was a player oh god, that's awesome like i didn't have I sex know. i was like a virgin player i like just would make out with dudes <laughs> a <and> virgin player <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of the best kind of player though as a female because you're had all the power. sex is off the table so you do have all the power yeah, maybe we would dry hump and i would that's more exciting for me than you guys get rug burned by the way do they their penises get rug burned are people still dry humping do you think oh my god it's the best i'd rather dry you hump s- you still do if i have the chance i'm dry humping you <laughs> I feel like you've probably dry humped me before, but I didn't feel anything. Yeah, because you were passed out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, are those jokes not funny anymore? <laughs> those jokes well, are we're, not we're, funny. we're women, so we're allowed to do that. Those jokes were funnier before. They're funnier now because we're allowed to do them now. Like, because now we're the only ones who can do them. Guys can't do those jokes. Everyone hates you. What if that was my move to get back at men? What? Like, I just got you them really drunk him? and I would dry hump them. <laughs> And I would get off and they would just be sleeping. I actually. Oh, my God. This is kind of an amazing thing. I I, think you should do this. I actually truly do. Like, sometimes I do like dry humping better than sex. And I know that that might not be popular opinion. (laughs) Well, I mean, I would say of the two of us, it's not my go to. But that's because I'm not 14. And I feel like junior high hookups. Or junior high jerk offs. Junior high jerk offs. I feel like a guy blocked me because I was talking about junior high jerk offs and he just blocked me on Bumble. I love that that's where you're going in your Bumble conversation yeah. and your online dating convo. Hey, you have to like be yourself, you know? Right away. And then, and then I get blocked. <laughs> <laughs> like literally cock blocked by the guy with the cock. <laughs> I'm, I'm cock blocking myself. You're cock blocking yourself. He's cock blocking me. Well, no, you're co- blocking his cock from you. Yeah. But not anyone else. Is That's a, a woman. Is this a PG-13 <laughs> podcast? No, it's not. It's explicit. Does your mom listen? No, she doesn't know how. <laughs> My mom literally doesn't even know what a podcast is. She's how do I download your podcast? Is my it mom, on YouTube? That's what she asked my me. My mom asked me if she doesn't have time to watch my podcast. <laughs> oh my God. My mom said the same thing. Oh no. Oh no. And then my mom did figure out how to listen to one. Yeah. And I gave her all the instructions. It took me like a whole night. It was like, it, for her, it was like unpacking Ikea instructions, but yeah. I was just like giving her, I was like, you know, there's a podcast app, like blah, blah, blah. Surprisingly, like not a lot of people know, but uh, my mom's pretty bad with technology. You've met her, so you can understand. And so finally she listens mom. to one episode. Uh-oh. And the next day I was like, what did you think? And she texted back, yeah, it was okay. We have the same mother in so many ways. <laughs> also, um, have you ever done a podcast on your own where there's no guests? It's just you? I haven't yet. I feel like you'd be good at it. I have, I've thought about it. <laughs> you talk a lot. I know, but but what if there's nobody to like bounce ideas I off of? I feel like sometimes you don't need anybody else there. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> oh, this is a good quality. <laughs> I mean it. It's a good quality. A lot of people my whole life have told me that I talk a lot. You do. It's great. But I also thought about doing one on my own because I was traveling so much in like May that I just didn't have time to do one. So I went like a, you know, like a six week period without doing a podcast because I just couldn't and i thought well i could have just brought my equipment or maybe right when i get back i could just do it on my own Mm -hmm. because i also do have this weird quality i don't know if you have this but i make myself laugh and i will like think of stuff that's really funny like when i'm walking and then i'll start laughing like in public by myself and people like probably think i'm weird because you might just see a girl like walking across the street by yourself laughing i don't give a shit i talk to myself out loud in public yeah so i think if you have that quality you could probably have you ever recorded one because you have a podcast i do i haven't i've thought about it maybe maybe my my patreon episodes i want to um maybe do by myself and interview characters because that would be really funny personalities inside of me i know you do i know so i think it'd be funny to have them all on the podcast so it was fun when you watched uh or when you met my mom 
when you watch my mom. That's so creepy. Um, when you try to dry hunt my mom. No, last week when you, or two weeks ago, when yeah. you met my mom, because that's one of your characters, sort of, is based off of her. Well, I started doing this Snapchat character. By the way, Callie, I mean... Listen, it's better than barking. She's she so, oh. truly was so quiet until we started podcasting. This and happens every time. All my she, listeners know about Callie. She wants to be on it. Mm. She really wants to make her mark. On she the, like it, once we started recording, she got really loud. Yeah, she does this every time she sees microphones. This is weird. They say sometimes like you look like your dog or your dog looks like you. In my case, I think my dog just wants to be me. Because like when <laughs> microphones come out, she just starts like getting all like, oh, oh, it's my turn. This sounds like a sitcom from the 80s. Someone's dog is trying to be. That no one would watch now probably. But no, Callie, it's always, it's, and also when we record yours, it's going to be in the background. But it's like very, it's fine. yeah, it's very slight. It's great. I just call her another co-host basically. Um, your mom's amazing. I, I started, I was making Snapchats at Ross, <laughs> looking for discounts, uh, talking to myself as I do. And you messaged me. Yes. And you were like, you are my mom. And then from there, we were like, let's... And I I thought we were making mom videos today. I don't know why. I already... I'm on this weird kick. I'm like, I have to do like two character videos a week. But I mean, we can do a video later if, we're, if we're not I'm, so tired. Yeah, I don't have a wig or anything. I don't have the mom <laughs> stuff. But you showed me photos of your mom when she was younger. And mm-hmm. she looks like me. You guys look the same. I met her and I looked like... I, I was like... I'm staring at my future and she's I'm staring at me from the future (laughs) and don't you but the difference is don't you love how so you met her with my aunt Fern who is her sister who is me too who is more of the talker and the therapist in the family and my my mom is the baby of the two so she's used to aunt Fern sort of taking over so the dynamic is a lot different when they're together versus just when my mom's around because you can see my mom sort of zones out and starts staring at like the in the distance and then you're like hey mom and she She's like, and your mom and my mom will be like, oh, you know, I don't pay attention. Oh, that's what she always says. That's me. I know. That's me. But I'm actually trying to be better at that because I leave my body. Do you just leave? I'll leave. But go somewhere else. That's good for character work because it means that's where the place that you don't have any fear. See, that's my problem. I think I play like a really good straight player, but I, I feel like I don't. I have the ability like in my head and there, and sometimes it's come out to like let it all go and be a character that's n- completely not me. But I and through like years of improv and stuff. But for some reason, I struggle with something that you're really good at. And I wish I was better because I know I could be. But it's a me issue. Like I block what? myself. Just le- leaving you. Leaving. You leaving and having somebody else take over. Yes. I don't know how to co- completely fully do that. You know. For me, it's just uh, it's just so freeing because I feel like I'm lim- myself is limiting me. The person I've identified with my whole life. It's just it's very like limiting. I feel like for character work and for like playing characters where you can truly own the character. That's a, an, an insanely wonderful quality that like not a lot of people have. But for like being a well-adjusted person in life, like that could be problematic. <laughs> Yeah. But I have like the opposite problem. Imagine every time you saw me, I was a different character. I mean, nobody would want to hang out with me. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, most of the times that I do see you, not most of the times, but sometimes when I do see you, you are a different character. Like that one time we were like, hey, let's go to the beach. And you can't. Those are planned. Oh, yeah. Let's take videos. No, no. But that was still really fun. Um, It's just so fun to to be. Callie, I mean, seriously, you're being so dramatic. I think that what calm you, down. I think that what you're really good at, uh, like you're really good at stand up. You're great at stand up, and you're great at characters because that reel that you made, I think, is very like. So you made a reel, uh, Dana made a reel that's like all your characters in a house, like interacting with each other, and like Deb, the character who's my mom, what's Deborah, is like the landlord, and I think that's a fucking like great show remember when i thought i was selling it and i like had like a like all these things happening with it and then nothing happened listen that's where (laughs) i was at yesterday though here's the thing and i talk about this a lot on the podcast the business that we're in is business and look everybody's lives are hard and like trying to get like make your like pave your way and like make your mark in the thing that you're trying to do i think for everybody is super relatable because it's hard if it were easy everybody would be on top right everybody would be like running shit in our case i think it's the hardest because 
it is because if and if it were easy everybody would do it but i think that's why it's really hard and like i said i was talking about this with on my last podcast i talked to you about this last night like one when something like a project that you know is awesome is going really well and then it just stops Mm -hmm. it's really easy to take that as like a failure and like let that detract from like all the things that you're doing but I feel like that's the business that we're in and there's so many people I've seen who are sort of washed up who are like older and have been through that so many times that they've sort of given up and that's why they're not successful and I just don't like ever want us to be those people well it's but it's also it's a double-edged sword you can get success really quickly and True. then not get it again and then just be in your ego of like you know i mean i don't want to name names and i'm not going to yeah but dean, dean cook <laughs> is a perfect example yeah he is a good he example was so huge and then now he's not but now he still acts like he's that person but let me ask you so that to me is all equally terrifying yeah as giving up and in hearing the nose and being like okay fine whatever or how about a great example not to, i'm not going to name names either but you and i are in a show on monday and jeremy piven <laughs> i feel like we're naming names. <laughs> uh people who are never going to listen to our podcast probably which is fine but that's what people want to know about you know it's, well i <laughs> thought that i was going to get in trouble on that show because i opened my set talking about i'm like why is he doing stand-up i openly was like he's already made it he okay. has millions of dollars. He has a mansion. He has a dog that looks like him. He's <laughs> he's successful. And That's he, success. It is. Go enjoy it. What, what are you at this bar show hustling stand up? And then I thought I was going to get in trouble for saying that because the booker right after he was pulled still, me aside. Yeah. Oh, did he say something about that? He pulled me aside. He was like, "Hey, love you a lot. Come here. Uh, I love you." He was like really manic about it. He's like, I, "I love you a lot. Love your stuff. Come here." Uh, and I'm like, "Oh fuck, it's the." I said something offensive about his friend. And then I was like going through all these things in my head. Like, do I stand up for myself? Do I say, I say what I say and fuck you. Right. Or do I apologize and say, sorry, like me. And he's like, don't bring a notebook up there. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, wait, uh, this is like, I'm working at new material. And he's like, I just don't want people to think it's like an open mic. And I'm like, it's worse than an open mic. But it based, this show is like, Okay, a step down from an open mic. This this show, I I I go to better open mics than that show, like that are better. Well, I mean, there was a crowd. No, 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 no. There was no. like fifteen people listening, I, sort of. But, an open mm. mic is just all comics. No, I know. Well, not all open mics, but I I think, and I don't go to. I go to a lot. I would call that a workout room versus That's an open why mic. Which, I brought my notebook. Right, and a workout room is a better open mic basically that's a, a more of a book show kind of a thing but you can still show up and get time so it's like you're doing bits that you that are pretty new that you're fleshing out or new ideas and you're trying to kind of like see what works right and that's so like I what you and i notebook. both did yeah. yeah i brought my notebook because i was like i don't know what the fuck i'm gonna talk about by the way before he, the booker got there and before my set he left uh exactly and he did a 30 minute fucking special of <laughs> but the other thing was everybody else was looking at their shit and when i was up there i was looking at my phone because i w- also worked out new bits and bits that i do but i worked them out to make them better you know and shannon new announcement is dating jeremy piven uh by the way the point of the jeremy piven bring up was that i feel he like slid into your dms he's okay he did slide into my dms am i re- am i telling too much information i don't care whatever i just i say everything on podcast i do I too literally i, I, I say i'm not dating jeremy piven okay yeah i know but i say things that i wouldn't even sometimes say in real life do you know so my sister messaged to me well that's good that's it's a place to be unfiltered for everyone to listen (laughs) what's bad about that i feel like that's why my mom was like it's this is okay but you're acting a little loose on these podcasts Because one time I talked about a threesome and I'm like, now do I have to filter myself? Because that's the one my mom decided to listen to. But going back to the Jeremy Piven thing, um, I only brought it up because you said the Dane Cook thing. And I think there's a similarity there. Getting back to the point of like Dane's like rise to fame wasn't the same path because no one's is but he had a, a variety like a, a lot of movies with a lot of famous people like big blockbuster movies you know his stand-up was like cr- like crazy big for a while like before that and so he had sort of a similar thing where now all 
he doesn't really have a lot of projects in the in the works for movies and stuff but all he's got is his stand-up and i still think he's drawing the crowd he's still a name he still gets booked he'll still bump one of us at the comedy store you know any day he's of the week not, he's not allowed there any dane cook yeah dane cook's not allowed at the comedy store or laugh factory what i didn't hear he wasn't allowed at the comedy store yeah what happened he's banned well we're he's not allowed to talk about that both clubs well that must be new for the comedy store i'm pretty sure he's banned at the comedy store in hollywood can we talk laugh about factory? why i don't know i honestly don't really know why i know that it's like top secret okay well then i didn't get the full story well because I, people know i i'm you're people know you're like in the know you're like that's no i they, i feel like people are like yeah right she's gonna probably talk about it on a podcast, podcast? <laughs> well to be fair this is my podcast so we didn't talk about it on yours well i matched with him on bumble i thought he has a girlfriend I matched with him like two years ago oh. yeah. and then he used it as a credit. It was like one of his, most, <laughs> he's like, I've matched with Dana, Dana Moon on Bumble. Bumble. Now, Just Jeremy, kidding. I use, I use that as a credit. <laughs> so Jeremy Piven's also banned from the comedy store. Yes. So we're talking about two dudes who are in similar situations to, to some degree who are both banned from the comedy store. Mm-hmm. Let's just be happy that we're not now now the, as often as i get put up at the comedy store it looks like i'm banned from there yeah seriously <laughs> i like i'm not getting the time there that i'd like but i haven't done a show there i haven't done a, excuse me i haven't done a show there in like two months i haven't done a show there since the beginning of may and it's july now so same yeah two three are you smelling your armpits i'm smelling your armpits they're fine so here's another thing too about the whole like you matched with Dana on whatever I so-and-so Ari Gold slid into my DM. Oh, by the way, I told my sister that she was like, you stay away from him. He Why? is into drugs and he is a terrible person. And my sister lives in New Jersey, by the way, in a suburb of New I Jersey. Like nobody likes him. No, but she's, she, you know what she told me about him? She said, he's not very popular in all of his materials about how he's so famous. And I'm like, no, no, you're not. No, he talks. His first thing about was about going into Starbucks and them calling Ari Gold's name. I can't, so here's what I my can't. sister said. My sis, this, but this was interesting because I'm like, my sister knows more about what's going on in Hollywood than I do because she's like, and I was like, well, I'm not trying to date this guy. He just like actually was nice. To be fair, he was nice and was like nice work last night because he saw my set. Could be flirting with me, but or could just be like being no, like a nice older man. Try, no, he's trying to bang. Fine, it's not. It wouldn't be the first time. It's not the last. That Jared, uh, that male comedians with. Oh, I thought you meant him specifically. Oh, God, no, I've never even met him before until that night. But, but I think that's a whole other topic of like male comedians using like, or men in the, in their industry using their like prowess or their like success to try to like hit on girls like us, women like us, because they're like, think that they can like it's happened right so i don't think i wouldn't put it past him if that's what what was happening my point is it was really funny because my sister was like you cannot talk to him okay do you know he is into drugs because he readily admitted that he couldn't do that character in entourage without cocaine and he didn't show up for his broadway show wait he was on cocaine every episode that's what my sister said but she lives in new jersey in a suburb so i don't know and she barely gets internet service, but somehow she knows that. And she also said he was supposed to be on Broadway, <laughs> but he didn't show up for his play. So he's obviously a flake. So he's not somebody that I should be dating. I'm like, this that is that is so funny I'm that like, she had all this like all I know fa- facts backed up, right? I was like, I mean, I just thought he was like maybe in the hair loss for men club. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite thing to do. Is... By the way, Dana and I are both single, so just FYI. <laughs> Wait, oh, for people listening, yeah, because we're this is how yeah because this is what happens when like i get hit on i just like talk shit on these people on my podcast i broke up with someone on my podcast before because i couldn't do it in real life (sighs) on air you said i have to break up with you and you name names i didn't name his name but i knew he listened and i talked about how annoying he was and then he stopped texting me what were you gonna say um should i bang my landlord oh and maybe tag him in this because Uh, this is maybe i should tag him in this episode you should because this is a sports related podcast so i feel like now that we're getting into should you have sex with your landlord we could (laughs) catapult this into sports you know (laughs) let's make bets yeah i seriously no i i i i'm i'm betting that no i don't want you to take this the wrong way yeah i think this is for all intents and purposes for everybody no good for everybody listening 
this guy is into Dana, like textbook, texting. Uh, we don't know that. I think that. We don't know that. I think you could close the deal if you wanted, but I think it could not happen because you say silly things back sometimes, like clown emojis <laughs> and like. <laughs> but this is. Okay, this is. Oh my God. I don't even know if we want to get into this. <clears throat> this feels like a whole hour on its own. I don't know how to be flirty with guys other than jokey like i don't know how to be like sexy flirty serious i literally <laughs> do not know um and i don't like here do you want some more wine? i'm open to learning but it feels- <laughs> i feel like you're not though i feel like you're not open to learning at all sorry i just spilled wine on your hand it feels um like i don't know it feels like false does that make sense no <sighs> Well, okay. I see what you're saying. I, like, the more I, the three hours I spent with you on the phone last, no, what did I say? Three different social medias. First we were texting, then we were on the phone, then we hung up, then we called each other back, and then it, we went to Instagram D, D, well, I, DM. We were talking about life. We I know. We weren't talking about men the whole time. I agree, but I feel like. We talked about men for maybe, like, 10%. Okay. But I feel like at the part where we got up to like the texting of you, of him kind of being like, oh, how's your couch that I help you move in? By the way, this guy has like tats and muscles. He's like super hot. I can't talk about his body. Okay, like, fine. I, I, I can, literally though. will I can. start orgasming. Is that too far? <laughs> You'll start dry humping like the pillows. Yeah, my pillows, <laughs> the edge of my couch. Um, I, I feel like I feel like you could make this happen if you want to make this happen. But here's the problem. Last night we're saying he's saying like, how's your couch? Which is like. An area of like yeah, come over and fuck me on it right what? See? What? No. but you're not like a freaky hoe so you're not gonna say that <laughs> it's like i've is this taboo like is this hot for me because it's taboo i think you need to ask yourself that question yeah i think it's taboo and most people are like no it's fine and i'm like no what do you mean by the, by the way you know i haven't said straight up i think this is fine i i think it's fine if you manage it properly and you still make like sure he manages the building exactly and this pussy okay too far <laughs> too far everybody settle down see i feel like you can be uh uninhibited if you want to be but you're like if i'm doing jokes if you're doing jokes <laughs> yeah doing this and you're that. doing it on state oh my god can you imagine you might write you know what you're having sex and i'm like literally doing material because he's he, like this yeah is a mistake and i have to see you all the time see here's the thing if you're truly committed to stand-up which you are stand-up comedy i feel like you should do this so you can do bits in bed that you can then do on stage <laughs> that will further <laughs> contribute to your career <laughs> he's just a pawn in your game think every guy that we date really though think about it is oh, like i know i feel bad well think about it how many guys have you talked about on stage most of them see well the, here uh, okay because most of them do crazy shit right the first thing this guy messaged me and i got offended he goes i don't want to talk to you the landlord no uh, this is a different, oh, guy. A different guy a different guy, a different guy. He's like, i don't want to talk to you because i just know you're going to talk about me on stage first of all guys don't come out the gate thinking you look like a narcissist when you come out the gate don't flatter like, yourself you know this girl's gonna talk about me on stage i'm like i talk about you on stage if you pull some crazy shit on me if we if we experience something together that i think is funny or like yeah i don't know I, I don't know but if you're cool and normal if you're cool and you're, normal, you're gonna be too boring to talk about on and stage we, and we just get to know each other and it's like a fine relationship then like i'm not gonna what am I going to talk about? Here's the I'm going to talk about my own insecurities with the relationship. And right. maybe I'll say my boyfriend or the guy I'm dating or whatever. But like, right. get the fuck over yourself. Well, don't you also think that it that a lot of people, they want to be heard, right? They want to do, yeah. like, they envy what we do. Yeah, because every, everyone's a blogger now. It's just it's too but much. But it's a human nature thing. Yeah. Everybody, that's why everybody's Callie, so annoying enough. on the internet and shit. But don't you think that... That somebody that you date, or and most men particularly, because men have high, bigger egos than we do, that they they're actually secretly flattered if we do a bit about them because it's like but almost like writing all, a song about but somebody. But they also don't want us to. At the same time, it's like they they are flattered. Their egos are flattered, but we cannot say anything nay that may, that paints them to look less masculine or like a douche yeah, right but also I, I agree i also think if a guy's saying that coming out the gate he already knows he's a fuck boy because he's got fuck boy tendencies that you would be 
more more prone to be talking about on stage yeah fleming ew that's his first name yeah this is this guy that was messaging me he's like don't i just i know you're gonna talk about and i'm like dude your name's fleming like get the fuck out of here (laughs) first of all it's a subpar uh restaurant at best i mean your name it's like something in the back of your throat with an ing on the end it's too much much. i here here's the problem with he was too tall for his body he was (laughs) stretched (laughs) he looks like he was like like gummy (laughs) inspector gadget (laughs) well maybe (laughs) normal sized man that was stretched i feel like i feel like um Okay, so there's there's a lot of problems with dating guys that like when you're a comedian, a female comedian. Also, because like yourself too seriously. No. Well, I feel like guys, this has been my experience. Guys, a lot of like what they hang their hat on is that they like to be funny. That's an important quality. And I do think it's important quality for a guy to be funny. He doesn't have to be a stand up comedian because I I actually try not to date those. Most people are funny. Yeah. In general. But I think that because we do it for a living there, it creates some level of insecurity because you can't top that as a guy that uses that, that that's what he's got. I can tell when some people are like, trying to be really funny with me Ugh. and i'm like i like you as you you like it's the an, more it's, you're you are yourself and you're not trying to put anything on the more attracted i am to you i think i think that okay so i'm talking to this one guy right now and he seems talking re- Ooh, bringing it back oh well it's just because we're just texting oh but i haven't really been like jumping to go out with him yet because he seems really cool but he does this one thing where he says really bad jokes no and i like dad jokes dad he told me that beverly hills was so hot he saw a squirrel icing his nuts (laughs) (laughs) and i just don't know okay they're so bad that they're funny i know but i just don't know if i could yeah but but there's a level to which you're like don't do that with me because that's just like you know do you have an equally bad joke you can respond with no i actually i'm a bitch see i'm a bitch when this stuff happens and i ignore the joke and i'm just like i'm busy tonight <laughs> <laughs> um and you're losing me uh, slowly Come up with a better joke or we're not responding the anymore. other thing too is that i don't need guys to make jokes though like it's fine the other thing is is that like uh i used i was dating this guy back in march who would continue to recite B- more well-known comedians than me uh their bits to me i'm i'm i've mentally this checked hap- out doesn't this happen though this happens I've actually left my body Bert, he, he he oh and then he was like and then this he was re- cringeworthy no he recites it to me because he felt like it was um it was uh in context of the conversation he goes through the whole bit no i stare at him he goes have you heard that one and i was like no this is like every f- white frat guy at a party in college being like that's my boy blue seriously that's though every single anytime a guy does that i'm like my vagina shuts just down ran away <laughs> It just it's closed for business, but but he's doing it because he's trying to connect with me. So I don't completely hold it against him because I think it's an intimidating profession to be in for men. But my favorite thing that I've ever heard of was something our friend Ariel did. Our our comedian friend Ariel. I was with her. We were at brunch one day and she's messaging with this guy and the guy knows she's a comedian. So he's trying to connect with her similar to some of the things that I've just described. And he says, and so he keeps sending her Chappelle bits and is like, have you seen this one? Have you seen this one? Have you seen this one? And you know, we all want to kill ourselves because we're like, stop it. And so, you know what she did? She, he's a doctor. So she sent him back a, a video, a surgeon video of somebody doing surgery. That's hilarious. And he was like, LOL, what is this? And she was like, well, you're sending me uh, bits or you're sending me videos of my job. So I just thought I'd send you one of yours. And he was like, OK, I get it. And I was like, see, that's so funny. That's good. That's, that's really good. good. But it's uh, OK. I had a thought and then it just left me. But I don't I feel like mo- people who don't do comedy mm. and aren't in this business yeah i think when they're on dates that's how they connect with people like first but dates, they go overboard with but they, they go overboard with us yeah but like so i'm playing devil's advocate here because i'm saying in a normal situation someone works in marketing another person is a teacher for instance they right. go on a date right they're gonna talk about the shows they like the movies they like like they're like and then things they laugh about that's kind of a connection for them it's like what do you laugh about this or and most people aren't generators of 
humor i well, guess or comedy so they regurgitate things they find funny they say to someone they laugh and we do the same thing like did you hear so-and-so's bit they said this or like just if it's in, and it's really good and or we'll we laugh bitter, about it or we're like fuck why i know i, I always it? that's actually how i get i get like jealous I'm in like, my head how do i, I wish i wrote that, that. and yeah. there's some shit that i like watch on tv and i'm like that is literally an idea i had for a sketch you know and and it kind of like I can't watch Broad City anymore because literally uh, most most yeah. their storyline with like weird shit they do I'm like I've written that like or, or that's a bit I do it's so right but you know was I talking to you about this or somebody else that th- that kept happening where somebody else kept creating something. Oh yeah, it was my friend Tommy uh, who's been on the podcast before. He's like, I've already written, he already wrote like The Shape of Water in a different way and it got turned down, but it wasn't the same thing. But he's like, then Shape of Water came up and he like, you know, and won all these awards and he's like, fuck, I can't even see who's behind that because my idea was so similar. You know what my devil's advocate perspective is my like glasses half full is that when that happens because it happens to all of us i think it's just the universe's way of saying don't be jealous you actually are doing the right things because it, you're seeing them be created you just haven't figured out how to create that yet you're on the right path you're on the right path if you're if you're not you believe seeing in yourself more don't you think that that's true that's though what i hear when i that's what i hear vividly when i see shit I just I'm said like, that. That's because I just said that. What? Believe in yourself more. I mean, I didn't say it exactly like that, but that was my point, right? Like, don't you think that that's a, that's a possibility if you flip it on its head and you're like, okay, I'm not going to like compare myself to not having done this, but I'm going to say I've already been doing this and it's being done. So there's an outlet for me because it's yeah. working already. Yeah. I, I think because there's not enough. There's not too much content. There's not too much content. There's a piece of the pie for everybody. There's a piece of pie for everybody. You know what? Fuck yourself. <laughs> Wait, I. But it's true. Yeah. I'm trying to be motivating. I really I'm am. I'm doing. I'm doing what we were talking about. Good. Did you get it? I did get it. Yeah, but you were doing it in a bit of a mocking way. No, I'm doing it in a joking way as to. I'm just repeating things you've said, but you're trying to believe them for yourself no i do believe them i do believe them. i actually i i am i'm with you though like i don't watch a lot of stand-up specials i can't anymore i, I can't either and so so I unless th- it's like Chappelle or like sebastian or bill burr i can't bill burr's i'll always watch uh, sebastian's i love i do love sebastian um bill burr's are just so like they're so like they teach you what you can do to toe the line if you can do it correctly as a white person <laughs> for sure and yeah. i I, I was just doing this military tour and I was hanging out with comedians and it is uh, it is an annoying. It's a pissing contest sometimes. It's you know what's annoying about it is everyone just talks about Chappelle. <laughs> we were just watching Chappelle before this I mean, started. And I'm like, yeah, he's a great comedian. He's one of the greatest alive. Right. I why. Why are we still talking about him? Why are we literally every other conversation about comedy was Chappelle, 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 Chappelle. Everyone's trying to be Chappelle. And it's like nobody should try to be Chappelle because you can't be Chappelle. Yeah, but it's like I'm like, OK, like be you. you. And you can <laughs> tell that all these guys that I was with, they were like okay, envious. Data. Well, they were like envious and they of him. And there was a little it was just weird. Everybody. Sh- and I'm like, who cares? I feel like when you get to a really good place in your career where you can like and I'm not saying I'm there. I'm there like some days, but not every day of the week where you can like really manage like other people's success that you feel like, oh, I, I could have qualified for that or where you compare yourself to others or you want to be the greatest and you see the greatest and you're like, oh my God, I don't even know if I can ever be that great. I feel like when you switch, like when you flip it and you're like, they're naturally gifted and most of us are never going to be that. Richard Pryor, I would put Dave Chappelle up in the, in the, caliber of like a Richard Pryor you know what I mean where it's like that's an innate quality that that only a handful of people that we've ever heard of have dot Rickles he has that quality in his own he had that quality in his own way it's like this improv stand-up quality most of us are not doing that like we're not like going to sold out shows and just improving. Uh, like a like a Chappelle so we have to appreciate him for what he's brought to the art and how he's shaped it but at the same time why would we get down on ourselves that we're not him because 90% of us are not him but most but a lot of us are still going to be successful like Sebastian I talked about this on my last podcast he was awful when he first started just not a Chappelle he's not a Chappelle person he's prepared he's 
he was really bad for years but look he at him he found his voice he found he, his character it's, it, stand up is all about finding your voice we are not all going to be born like a Chappelle so why are we going to be upset about it we exactly. already we're already losing we're already like not getting where we want to get if we think that we should have have a different chemical makeup yeah you know and we're pissed about it so i i like to tell myself that and then drink a bottle of wine and pass out yeah i've been drinking (laughs) a lot lately um sounds like you're doing well i'm i'm so good i'm i'm having an amazing day so thank you but you know what i'm trying to say like i feel like that's that's a big thing with like i always think to myself if i moved to la 10 years or before i did I, w- I probably would be chewed up and swall- mm-hmm. swallow, you know, by I wasn't, I'm, I'm very impressed when people move here when they're like teenagers and they start doing shit. Cause I'm like, I was like shitting my pants at the idea of being away from my family when I was 19. Or you, I, I mean, I moved here when I was 20. Or you would fall for anything because you didn't know what you stood for yet, you know? Mm-hmm. And there's that saying, if you fall for anything, you stand for nothing. And I think being a bit more grounded in this place that's very hard is like important because you could quit any day of the week like I've seen people that have so much talent like just throw in the towel and like you can't ever quit you just have to keep going that's it that's That's all the the secret to success it is that that's literally the secret it's just to keep going and to just like you hear no's and you push through and when people say stuff to you like oh that sucks or your version of the shape of water is bullshit or whatever it is that we all go through. You can't believe it because that's, that's one fucking person's opinion. And that's one of the goals that I have eventually is to be one of those people that doesn't like shut people's dreams down mm-hmm. and fi- helps find those outlets for it. And like, cause I feel like not everybody that's making these decisions are evolved people. So they have somehow like ca- how do casting directors, for example, on auditions have the ability to make you feel like shit about yourself when they're a fucking casting director. What have they done in their life? Mm-hmm. Have they had a lot of life experience? Have they overcome adversity, but they can make us feel bad. Yeah. And so if these we let them, that's what I'm saying. So I feel like these types of things are where, are, are where that confidence has to come in, where you're like, I believe in myself and that's all. And as long as you can figure out how to do that, at least some days of the week, I feel like you'll be successful. Yeah. So that's, that's Isn't this a sports podcast. This just got like Tony Robbins. It me. is, but it's also called playing with balls. So it's about comedy, life and sports. It's like playing with all the balls of life. Playing with all playing with, but then wh- where do I get or like in the your real case, balls? Dry humping all the balls of life. Dry, well, uh, dry humping penises. All right. So I did, because you're uh, one of my fun guests that doesn't, that's my friend that also doesn't like know a lot about sports. Yeah. Um, I did prepare a sports segment for oh, you. Dear Lord. Here we go. <laughs> Because I feel like, so what I want, and I just sort of made this up, but I know you know who, like, what some of this stuff is. So I want to do, like, a sports quiz. Do I? Do I? Well, do I? I want, I want to do a sports quiz. Okay. And then after, and then if you get, like, two, at least two right, then I'll make you dinner when we're done. (laughs) And if not, then you must leave. (laughs) Oh, God. I'm drunk. I'm not drunk. Okay, number one. I'm tipsy. Ready? Okay, do you need any more information? I'm nervous now. Don't be nervous. Hold on, let me take a sip of rose. Okay. Okay, give it to me. Okay, number one. Who is Michael Strahan? Isn't he a a government official? (laughs) See, I thought you would at least say he was on Kelly Ripa. You know who I'm talking about? The guy with the gap teeth? The big black guy, Callie. I mean, seriously. She even well, even she's pissed that you don't know how he is. You had your moment to shine here. Oh, she wants the mic. All right, see what she says. Oh, she literally stopped barking when I put the mic to her little. What? Do you have something to say? She she really wants to make a cameo. No. Um, she has things to say, and they're very annoying. She's got a lot of gripes. No. When I put the mic no. to her, she doesn't no. say anything, and then I. No. Shannon, when I put the <gasps> mic to her, she doesn't say anything. Oh my god. Oh my god. Do you think she's? What do you think that means psychologically about her? She wants to be a part of no. what we're doing. She feels left out. All right, put the mic to her. Oh. <laughs> oh my god. And then god. when I move the mic, she starts barking. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> You're like everyone. That's like. I feel like now I don't connect with her anymore. That's really funny. She wants to be part no. of it. Cat. Okay. Well, now she's gonna get in trouble. So hold no, on. No. 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 
Okay, so Callie is uh, now dry humping Dana, and so Dana's happy, Callie's happy, and I've decided to change this sports quiz into a drinking contest because that's what happens because we have rosé so you have to drink okay which you did already okay so michael strahan is the reason i asked about him first is because yes he he played for the new york giants for 15 years he has like one of the highest sack records in the nfl um one of the best defensive players to play for the new york giants who i hate but he, he is a prominent person that played with them and then he moved on to have like a really successful career which he still does in daytime tele in like daytime hosting. Okay. So I thought maybe you okay, would know Michael Strahan, but for future reference, that's who he is. He's on uh, Kelly. Yeah. Well, he Ripa. used to be, he left okay. to host his own show. Okay. Uh, Kelly Ripa hates him. Um, but she'll never say that. So, okay. So number two, who is, who do you think Terrell Owens is? Uh, a hot black dude. Give me one more thing that's valid, and then I have to drink. Terrell Owens is a quarterback. Okay, drink. (laughs) You you were close. Running back. No. A wide receiver. Yes, but it's too late. So you have to drink. Uh, So and he doesn't play anymore. He's one of. It's very hard for me to say this because he played for the Philadelphia Eagles, and you know that's my team. Um arguably one of the best wide receivers to play what city is it based out of what city is philadelphia based out of oh the eagles okay (laughs) (laughs) he okay he did this press conference on his lawn once where he talked shit on the eagles and then he left and then he spent all his money and like now he's on like reality tv shows so once again thought you might know him i don't watch reality tv i thought well i don't either but i'm just trying to give you okay give me another one all right give me another one Number three, who is Jose Canseco? Oh, my God. Jose Canseco. I know. Who? I know. Who is he? Jose Cuervo <laughs> is a tequila that we're familiar with. Yes. And Jose Canseco um, is loosely related to uh, the Cuervo family. Are you sweet speaking of his ethnicity? No, it's just because Joseco and uh, Quavo are. <laughs> okay, okay, drink. <laughs> <laughs> the families are related. Um, he's in it, in it through marriage. He has no stake in Jose Cuervo, uh, but he is Mexican. If you or yeah, even Callie's disgusted. She's <laughs> driving. All right, so you drink now. Um, you drink now. Who was Jose Canseco? He's a baseball. He was a baseball player. He died. No, he's still alive. He played well, he for the. Was. He played for the Oakland A's, and he was just a. He was. I'm a, sorry, baseball's no, a, not my thing. I, I get it, but I mean, I'm trying to pick out people that you may have heard of in your life. I've heard of him. I've okay. heard of him. Cool. Uh, you clearly you have. So that was great. <laughs> okay, number four. What is the World Cup? <laughs> How stupid do you think I am? I mean, I had to switch to a different set of questions um, now. It's, uh, all of the nations competing for the co- soccer uh, cup. Okay, good. There's a cup. You I'll, get. I'll drink to that one. All right, you got that one okay. right. Yeah. Um, Thank number you. number five. What is soccer? Really. Mm-mm. I'm just kidding. It's it's a sport where uh, men fall down and cry. If are we talking about like you uh, touch their leg? Euro- European soccer? Or are we talking about American soccer? I mean, all all of it's the same. It's all the same. You know that men right? are just crying and hurting themselves. Yeah, I mean, American soccer is literally the same as European soccer. Do guys still wear cups? Uh, not. In, they've never worn cups in soccer. I don't think. Do they? they no, they can't. They can't. Football. No, they don't wear cups in soccer because they can't run. Um. No, but I was watching. No, American soccer doesn't really have like the same fan base because we have football and they call it football. Your uh, European Fo- football, football, football. But we have David Beckham, so that's something. Who's married to a former Spice Girl? That's true. How he's famous? Oh my God! But you know what? Even makes soccer suck. Even with David Beckham, he's he's such. Would you agree? He's such a hot guy. Agreed. But when he opens his mouth. He has fucked He's up like, teeth. Aah! No, his voice. Oh, I've never. His voice. He does not have fucked up teeth. You've never heard his voice. Oh, after this, we're going to have to Google David Beckham's voice. And you're going to. 
you're dry up yeah you're gonna dry up again you're gonna shut down for business Uh, do i have a fifth question i mean do you yeah yes yeah i think you do okay fifth and final question are you ready i'm ready what college football team now hear me out i'm listening won the national championship in 2017 and i went there it's my college. It's where I... So this is like sort of a sports question slash a friendship question. Why am I blanking on where you went to college? I don't know. Did you go to college out of state? Can you answer that? Okay, this is... There, this, is a, there's not, this is not 20 questions. Do you know where I went to college? You went to SC. Because it's on the back of my car. No, because you told me. So drink because you, you don't know. You never told me where you went to college. Okay. You have to drink now because if you look at that sweatshirt that you've had for two weeks, it fucking tells you. Shit. Yep. I knew that. I knew See, there's a sweatshirt in. right there. I, I made knew, up question number that. five because I thought you would know. It's Clemson University. All right. You have to drink now. Was By that the good way, harmonica? I stole that from Ben Glebe's party. <laughs> you did not. Well, I didn't steal it. It was in my purse. So technically someone put it in there. <laughs> it's and probably was you. you. <laughs> All right. Well, thank okay. you so much, Dana, for joining me for this you amazing segment of love, life, comedy, Balls. and Dana knowing nothing about sports or me, um, which really takes our friendship back a step. College to me is just, I've blocked it off in my memory. So I really. I loved college. Sometimes I didn't like I wish it. I was still there. So I block it off and other other people I'm just like who cares? Really? Sorry. I mean I, cuz I don't care. Okay. Cool. Um but but thanks, thanks for having me. You, thank you so much for being on. Um you can catch Dana on her Ooh. podcast that I'm on. Catch me if you can. Too. Yeah, right? She's swift and Shannon she used Lee's to, a guest. She used to run cross country, so you might not be able to catch her. <laughs> It's not really a sport. It's not. So it doesn't it's not. Um, also, I have a Patreon for my podcast that I just started. And a lot of people are on. It's pretty hot. So join it. Yeah. It's only $3 a month. So do it. Um, you get all of Dana all the time. And who doesn't want that? And then Dana my also. Mom. My mom doesn't want that. <laughs> <laughs> my mom wants that. Uh, my mom. So if you want to see my mom, look also on Dana's uh, Instagram at Dana Moon Me, Twitter, Facebook, and all the stuff. I'm sure I'll have you back again. We'll discuss it after the podcast. Thanks for having okay, me. Okay, thanks. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye.